0: This is From Lost to Hope with your host, Jackie Stubblefield. I walk alongside you who have lost loved ones, health and home, to a place of hope and joy as we study and trust in the truth of God's Word. This is episode 42, How to Pray Powerful Psalms of Distress. In a crisis, we often don't know how to pray for what we think God wants us to say. We can learn how to pray powerful psalms of distress by meditating on them. Of course, finding time by yourself helps a lot. We will be looking at these questions in this lesson. Number one, how do you pray powerful psalms of distress? Number two, what is a psalm that cries out in distress to God? Number three, What are three points of praying powerful psalms of distress? Number four, what are some other psalms for help in trouble? Number one, how do you pray powerful psalms of distress? Well, for a good example, we always look back to the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, 9 to 13. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Number one, We acknowledge who God is. Number two, we praise Him for everything that He has done. Number three, we let Him know we want to do His will. Number four, we give Him thanks for things that He has done for you and others in the past. Five, make sure you don't have any unconfessed sin. Number six, make sure you've forgiven others. Number seven, ask Him to deliver you from evil and protect you from temptation. Number eight, let Him know your pain and that you need His help. And then number nine, remember to pray in Jesus' name. Of course, the Lord's Prayer is a sample prayer. But it gives us an idea of the attitude that we should have in prayer to our God. Remembering these things humbles our heart toward God where He can work in our lives. Number 2. What is a psalm that cries out in distress to God? this is a very beautiful psalm psalm 22 1-3 we'll be reading portions of it because it's pretty lengthy my god my god why have you forsaken me why are you so far from saving me so far from the cries of my anguish my god i cried out by day but you do not answer by night But I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In in you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. This is a Psalm of David. The exact situations I know, but he went through quite a few of them that this could be referencing. The first verse in this psalm is actually a prophecy of Christ's word on the cross. This is what BibleRef.com says. Descriptions in the psalms indicates a painful execution, something David did not suffer. This implies that the terminology used here is symbolic of David's feelings. At the same time, it does serve as a prophetic explanation of what would happen to the promised one. These events would be fulfilled in the crucifixion of Jesus, who references this text on the cross, Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. Now we see in verses 1 and 2, David's describing his pain and he feels deserted by God. In verses 3 and 4, David's thinking about how God's helped others, he sees, looking over what God has done. And yet, he seems to be feeling out of touch with God. David's lament continues until verse 19, where he cries out, for deliverance from the Lord. The Lord answers and saves him. Psalm twenty-two nineteen 19-24 But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you, you who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. David, like so many of us, many times, were lost in our suffering. And we've forgotten what God's done for us in the past. We need to rely on what we know about God. What He has done for us and others in the past instead of relying on our feelings. Number three, What are three points of praying powerful psalms of distress? Number one, we need to humble ourselves and realize we can't do it without the Lord. We cannot do it ourselves. Number two, we need to meditate on these examples of suffering to allow God to speak to us. Number three, the answer we are looking for is transformation. Moving from our suffering to God's peace. Number four, here's more powerful psalms of distress. Psalm ninety-four sixteen to 19. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord's given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Only the Lord was able to help save the Psalmist against the wicked who were seeking his life. The unfailing love of the Lord kept his foot from slipping. The Lord took care of his anxiety and brought him great joy. We too can receive this joy in a crises. Psalm sixteen eight. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With Him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Of course, it always helps us if we're keeping our eyes on the Lord, keeping our focus there. Realizing this when we're under pressure is sometimes a little harder. But it is possible. Take a deep breath. Go back to what you know. He will help you overcome the crisis and give you peace no matter your circumstances. This will also help give you clarity to contribute more to the solution. Psalm 119, 143 Trouble and distress have come to me, but your commands give me delight. This is a good verse for all of us to know and remember where to go when we're in trouble. The writer knows to go to God's word and get relief from trouble and the distress it brings. Psalm 23, 4 Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. David's faith was so strong in the Lord that he could make this statement. He knew the Lord would take care of him in any circumstances. Psalm 4 8, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. When I was younger, I had some trouble going to sleep. My anxiety was keeping me awake. I memorized this verse and prayed it each night before going to sleep. It transformed my life. Psalm 121, 1-8 I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Where does our help come from? The Lord is the only one who can truly help us. He never sleeps, so He is aware of everything that goes on in our life. Who else can do that? In conclusion... We can pray powerful psalms of distress to understand better the relationship of the psalmist to God. It can open up a new dialogue with the Lord. In truth, God hears our words even when they're a mess. We have the Holy Spirit who takes our words and gives beautiful music to the Lord. Let God's Word transform your life. Take these moments of panic and turn them into moments of God's peace. Please remember to subscribe to receive notification of the next podcast.